Warning. What you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. Welcome to Racial Heresy, the show where two Episcopal priests, one black, one white, attempt to violate the established racial doctrines of American culture and provoke you to do the same. Allow me to introduce Father Jarrell Ballantine, an Ethiopia-loving, slave-revolt-hoping, black lives still mattering priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around good Negro. And this is my brother, Father Case Ramey, an NPR streaming, Bill Maher a listening, birth of a nation watching, James Cone crossing the lynching tree reading, priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around high-quality cracker. How you doing, my brother? I am well now that we are together, brother. Amen, amen. Thanks be to God. It has been a minute since we've been in this saddle. And, and, and you know, we do this every month, y'all. But, you know, these months are getting long, man. These months are getting long. <laughs> it feels like a month has become six weeks. So much happening, man. It's like I ain't, I ain't done this in forever. Mm, mm. It's you know my people not used to long and sustained labor. You know I'm I'm I, this this is this is hard work. It's yeah, hard every, work. Yeah. Every now and again, folks, we got to give the white guy a break, man. It, you know, That's you know right. all this working from sun up to sun ain't up ain't too good for him. <laughs> but no, don't I have people for this? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not this time. Not this time. No. You know. <laughs> I got to do my own work? You telling me I got to do my own work? Yeah, I gotta carry my own with America, man. We got to make America great again so you don't have to work Ooh. no more. That's right. That's right. I put down my heavy burdens right there. <laughs> <laughs> you better take up the right man's burden. That's what Rudyard Kipling told you. Yeah. You know, I don't know why y'all don't understand. This is all this burden, this heavy lifting. It's your obligation to civilize society. But, man. you know, there's so much going on, man. Where do we even jump in? Where are we jumping in tonight, brother? Oh, I uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to think about it some days, man. I mean, there's, there's in, in, you can get serious and just continue with the tragedy. Um, I mean, we've, we've got shootings and we've got hurricanes. We've got, uh, you know, elections. We can get we can just start laughing because otherwise you start crying and, and run off the same list of stuff, you know, who knows? Yeah. 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 That, 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 that is pretty much the, the deal, man. It's, it's, it's also, um, confusing and, 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 and disheartening all at the same time. And it's like, you know, everybody talks about, Oh, is, is racism higher now? And they'd say, Oh, you know, the president, uh, because of you know you hear the right wing nut jobs and and don't get me wrong y'all I'm a Re- I'm a Republican I'll tell y'all the black guy on this call is the registered card carrying Republican <laughs> go figure <laughs> but you got the right wing nut jobs who say that racism is is bad because Obama was president and you know and, and you just want to know you know why people haven't seen it you know is it is it a matter of this the silence is 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 so deafening that people think it doesn't exist and now that we have social media and it's and it's so easy to put up these things on 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 the media that all of a sudden people are like oh my god there's racism everywhere um 
But then even still, you know, there's this complacency, man. This complacency, especially amongst y'all liberals, man. This complacency that this gradualism that 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 says that you know um, my hands are clean. You know, I I, I have people mm -hmm. tell me all the time. You know that I I, I have white folks tell me that I, I marched with Dr. King. Like, oh my God, like you know, Dr. King's been dead for over 50 years, right? So so it's like check the box. I marched with King 50 years ago. So been there, done well, that. Got the picture to prove it. I think I think what what I've been noticing even even more so, and, and kind of along those lines, but, but but that you're getting at here. Right is is with this idea of silence or or complacency or, or or mostly silence or standing there with with clean hands right and I I got I got nice lily white clean hands yeah. I mean they, you know they're there be and and part of that part of the the way that they stay nice and clean and white right is because I recognize and and I have in 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 my in my autonomous personhood here especially my autonomous white, white personhood, personhood uh -huh. or is that is that autonomous white hood person That's kind anyway, of redundant because um, to be white yeah. is to be human That <laughs> uh, uh, was the white hood that I was going for there but you know um I I I've noticed, right, this and this is this is the doctrine I think that, that, that we're kind of driving at tonight, right? And that is that that your racism, right? Their racism, right, your racism, whoever is not me, right? Your racism has no impact on me. And very specifically, right, because we're talking to the church, right? right? We we've been very clear. Our audience here is the is the church, right? That the, the the all those believers out there, the church universal, right? That that we are concerned with ultimate things, right? We are concerned with 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 salvation. Right. We are concerned with the ultimate things of this world, and and the way that I stay clean and the way that I am clean, right, is that your racism has no impact on my salvation. Right, it has no impact on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we have this very um, individualistic look at salvation. You know, this whole as long as I'm clean, I can roll around in the mud with the swine and still be clean. Like well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't have to say anything about right, it. Right. Exactly. It, it. And so we can hang out. You know, we can we can go to the bar together. We can. It's football season. We can we can share. You know, a football game and beer and wings and all that stuff together. And you can be a blatant, rampant racist. I can have you over for dinner and you can tell racist jokes that are completely offensive that I would be ashamed of if we were in mixed company. And I can still be okay with that and I can be cool with you and I can say nothing to you. I can say that I love you, which is a completely different story. I can say that I love you and remain connected to you and I am completely clean of your racism, of your hatred, you know, and we've taken that, and we we've jumped that pretty quick, you know. Y'all notice that because because y'all out there in podcast land are, are sharp studies, right? I mean, there's a lot, there's a couple of steps in between that and and salvation, but they connect pretty quickly, right? I mean that that ultimately what we are concerned with, and and ultimately about our lives. I mean that's the. That's the implication here that that my life focused on ultimate things means I can maintain my faith, I can maintain the integrity of my faith, right. and I can maintain my life even in the midst of my own silence about racism. Right. And 
And I want to throw a quick shout out here, right? Now, we focus on race here, but we have to acknowledge the intersectionality at this point to say, uh, you know, when we talk about your racism, your racism not impacting my salvation, I mean, you could be your sexism. Oh, we could easily say. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It could be a long list of things. Let's be clear, brother, because we do focus on race, and that's where we will stay focused. But it is, it is well worth it to say at this point in in modern history, in contemporary history, that it could easily and also does include your sexism doesn't have any impact on me. So I can be silent. I can even. You know, there was one Senator Jim Burr or something like that. I think is his name. Senator Burr from that's a weird name to have after Aaron Burr and and, and killed Alexander Hamilton. But anyway, yeah, Senator, yeah, focus, Senator focus. Burr going to say he forgave Donald Trump for those sexist remarks. Don't even think that Donald Trump has said, please forgive me. He hasn't asked for forgiveness. You know, he's poo-pooed it away as locker room talk. But, you know, Senator Burr has forgiven him for that. But the same Senator Burr was supporting a 13-year-old, Andre Green, being tried as an adult for sexual assault. And that kid got life in prison. And that same senator who forgave a rich white man, a grown man, let me not even say rich and white, an adult, (laughs) forgave him for sexually assaultive language could not bring it to himself to forgive a child for sexual assault or even let that child be tried as a child so that that child could continue. But, you know, so the sexual, even the sexism thing brings us right back to race as well, where, which is where we, which is where we live brothers and sisters out there. This is where we live. And, 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 and hopefully there'll be another podcast that props up, that pops up and does the sexism piece as well. Cause it needs to be addressed but the racial piece is where is where we live. And this idea that, you know, all these people who say we can see all of the racism that is going on. And because, quote unquote, I'm not racist, I am absolved of saying or doing anything. I can remain silent and somehow I can love you, even though I see that you are racist and like all of the, you know, Mike Huckabee and all of them will say it's not a skin thing, it's a sin thing. So clearly everyone agrees that it is a sin, but I can see my brother or sister in sin and not say anything. And somehow all of us are one in Christ and I'm going to go to heaven connected to you who is a sinner, but we remain connected. It, it boggles the mind theologically. When we talk about, you know, the oneness of the body of Christ, you know, we were supposed to be members of the Christian household, members of the Christian family, and I'm supposed to love you and, and, and you love me. And this is how we do, brothers and sisters out there. Now, now talking directly, not even metaphorically about case and my relationship, you know, we, we check each other on things. When, when, we, when we say things that are out of pocket, when we say things that are a little off kilter, when we say things that may be misinformed, when we say things that may be downright ignorant, because we love each other, we check each other. Because we have committed, as as racial heretics, trying to get you along this journey, we have committed that it ain't worth getting to the promised land if I can't get there with you. And in order for me to get there with you, we both got to be doing our best to climb the ladder of divine ascent. We both got to be doing our best 
to get rid of whatever sin baggage we have. And if I see sin in you or he sees sin in me, we have to do our best in love to speak the truth and help each other to walk worthy of the calling to which we have been called. Now, we got we got here pretty quick, too, because, you know, normally you don't bring up unity till the end. So we get to like gospel and, and the point of things. Right? Well, I mean, brother, the, the end idea. is coming soon. The end is coming fast. <laughs> so I got to bring up unity yeah. a whole lot quicker. It does. It does. Um, you know, we we got there. We did. We got there a lot quick talking. Of, I mean, this idea of of being one body. Right. At being being a central part of our faith and and having that exist next to this idea that that we're separate and that your racism doesn't affect my salvation that your racism doesn't affect me and doesn't affect uh you know my faith and how I live that faith and all of that and yet and yet here's this this unity staring us in the face really challenging this doctrine yeah that is out there and active and 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 alive in our in our church and in our life together oh yeah very much in our church and we and to remind you all we are episcopalian very much in our church oh yeah 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 we we swear up and down you know there's no place for politics in the pulpit and so we will agree to disagree and we'll play nice and we'll you know smile at each other and appease each other and we know we we know that people are harboring hateful, bigoted thoughts, and we find it's, some it's kind way of a little to, bit, to 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 be okay with it. It's kind of kind of a little bit like you know the eye saying to the hand, "I have no need of you." Yeah. Right? I don't. I, I can exist outside of you. Right. Right. And 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 for those who say, "Oh no, I don't say I have no need for them. I love them." Really? So you mean to tell me if your hand was bleeding? profusely and you looked with your eye and saw your hand bleeding you say "Eh, okay hands bleeding no worries it's bleeding out and you might die from that from that blood because you struck an artery it's bleeding profusely Mm. and you look down with your eye and the eye says "Eh, i'm not gonna say i have no need of you i'm not gonna cut off this hand and cauterize the wound but i'm not gonna stop the bleeding either i'm just gonna let it continue bleeding because yeah that's that's what the hand does it bleeds from time to time like can you hear how crazy that sounds but that's how that's how we do we like oh that's uncle so-and-so he he always saying something racist and bigoted eh, isn't it cute i just learned to leave him alone you know and, <laughs> and somehow you know even though i i'm not racist and that may be true but if it is true what is also true is I'm not loving. Because if I can acknowledge ooh, that ooh. you are racist, if I love you, I must say something. It's not even about standing up against racism anymore. It's about standing up in love for those who are going over the cliff, who are allowing racism, especially in this time as we look and we see all of the crazy that is going on, who are allowing racism to throw them into the abyss. Will you love them enough? If you are not racist, will you love them enough to actually do something to pull them away from the ledge? All right, brother. We got we got bleeding hands and bodies falling off of cliffs. We we got a gore fest going on here. I need 
I need some good news. I need a heresy to, to bring me back from the edge. If, if the doctrine is that your racism has no impact on my salvation, yet I'm looking at these bleeding hands, what is it, what is it that we're, what theological claim are you making? Oh, right man, now? the theological claim is something that, you know, one of those African proverbs, man, that, that the Archbishop Tutu, Desmond Tutu, and a great Anglican bishop, um, who we lost recently, right? I think. Uh, no? I thought I heard sick. something like Just that. Just sick, I oh, think. Oh, he's sick. Okay. Well, Lord knows, we, you know, he's been a giant in terms of in terms of the faith and in terms of theology, man. And 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 Ubuntu, the, the principle of Ubuntu, I am because we are. You know, that is that is the heresy. Understanding that I am because we are. You know, and 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 I I can be I cannot be good if I am connected to you and you are not good. We have a vested interest in each other. Are you saying that your racism impacts my salvation? Yes, indeed, brother. I am saying that your racism impacts my salvation and vice versa. You know, and 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 so you know that that's one of the reasons. Like people say, I have friends on Facebook. You know, and people say, Oh my goodness, I get silent messages. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that you're friends with this person. Why are you friends with that person? I'm like, because I love them. I don't want to see them go over the cliff. And I hope that they would love me the same way and not want to see me go over the cliff. But I am because we are. Love is a radically powerful thing. Love is a radically dangerous thing. I mean... Yeah, but you you linking me to these guys going over the cliff. Yeah. And you linking my salvation, right? I mean, that's, that's some heavy eternal stuff. You linking my salvation to all those nut jobs all over this planet and their racism and their racist systems that I'm trying very hard not to participate in, I'll have you know. Right. Um, and succeeding in some places and failing in others. Anyway, you linking my salvation uh-huh. to all of those people out there does not sound like good news. I mean, one nation under God, indivisible, like like like, like no. Cain Slew Abel, he said, and, and he said, am I my brother's keeper? The lesson learned was that he is indeed his brother's keeper. And when we understand that I am because we are, that is how we live into the image of God in which we were created. And there is your good news because our goal is to become more like him, you know, to become more like God who we were created to be like, who we were created in his image. And God, as we know, as Christians, is three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they exist in oneness. And how can we mirror God's image if we are in isolation, if we are by ourselves? The only way we can mirror the image of God is through community. And if community is falling apart, how can we ever look like the kingdom of God? And so the, 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 the good news is that by investing in the other, by understanding that we are intrinsically tied to each other, we have the opportunity to become more like the image of God in which we were created. Wow. We cannot love God and hate our neighbors. Right. We cannot love God and be apathetic to our neighbors. We cannot love God and be silent while our neighbors are consumed with hate and fear and racism and rhetoric and vile, evil, blah. Right. All of that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. Exactly. And so that that and that that means that my relationship with my neighbor and investing in that and and 
and drawing closer to that neighbor and being in loving relationship with my neighbor brings me into closer loving relationship with my God. Amen. 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 Yeah. Can't can't say it better than that, brother. Can't can't say it better than that. I mean, say that one again. Can can you even pull that one off again? Say that one again. <laughs> my relationship with my neighbor. No, I can't pull it off again. I I just, you know, I I I'm I'm struck at at your words and bringing out that idea that that if I want to be in intimate, loving relationship with my God, right? If I if I think about salvation as an eternity that begins now in loving relationship, intimate closeness with with the God who created me and loves me still, right? That 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 reality requires me to be engaged with and to be loving with my neighbor. Amen. And and I can't and I can't do that, um, ignoring the racism and sin and hatred and fear uh, that is so prevalent in our society. Right, right, yeah. And that is good news. Amen, amen. Thanks be to God. And so, yeah, brothers and sisters, you know, the days are short. Paul said, "Redeem the time for the days are short." And so, we as racial heretics, we must be redeemers of the time. You know, we must be radically loving. You know, we must be engaged and connected and not just loving those who are oppressed, but, you know, understanding that the oppressors are also oppressed. Uh, those who are struck by hatred are also oppressed. Those who are infected by racism and by sexism are also oppressed and that we must love each other enough that we don't just appease those things, but we come together and and, and, and and try to find a way to compel that person to stop going down that path. And so we ask you to join us on this heretical journey, brothers and sisters. Until next time, I'm Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. Imploring you to risk it all and exercise whatever power and privilege you have to become a racial heretic. And now here it is, your moment of sin. And USAID is also one of the yes. agencies as well. And you said that this has been obviously disproportionately affecting minority populations. Yes. If they know that it's deadly, why would they be administering it to minority populations? I mean, what is really this all about here? There are too many non-white people. If you look at a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ravenholt, who was head of the uh, USAID Office on Population from about 1966 until 1979, he was able to first convince President Johnson that it was in the national and commercial interests of the United States that one-fourth of the women in the developing world be sterilized. So there's some sense that if there are too many black or brown people, that somehow their needs will conflict with the capitalistic and pluralistic aims of the United States and its allies. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.